This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. We are here today with Pat Collins, who is also in a, a super group, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I think we're pretty super. So <laughs> <laughs> as well as doing solo, uh, yes. singer sorry. The group is Delzel, correct? Yep, Delzel. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I was pretty sure that was the name and how you pronounced it, but <laughs> sometimes people go... Deals heel. Yeah. <laughs> I swear that's what I've heard, and I'm like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a little confusing sometimes, but. Um, so, um, you know, where where are you? Where did you grow up? Where are you from? Are Southern you... Broad Ripple. So I've been uh, from. So you're like a down down home Indianapolis person. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Like yeah, that's my you know backyard pretty much was the Broad Ripple area. Um, growing up. Now, I live in Fountain Square now, but that's still kind of Broad Ripple's still kind of home base for the most part. I see. So, um, when uh, when did you start playing stuff? I mean, was this a... Uh... That's a good question. Um, my parents bought an upright piano when I was about eight years old, and I just kind of noodled around on it and kind of taught myself how to do things to the best of my ability. I, I took lessons like later, but I was a terrible student because I just kind of would want to do things my way. You know, I was very stubborn. So, <laughs> so I'm mostly self-taught with a little bit of a very frustrated piano teacher sprinkled in there. I see. Did you have the piano teacher that hit you with the pencils? No, or? but she probably wanted to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I would not have blamed her if she did. I, I would not You were beyond her. that era? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, her, her predecessor probably absolutely whacked people with pencils. Probably. This was a thing when I was a kid, seriously. There were, like, the piano teachers would like, you know, your, your hands are too high, whack, or, you know, whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't even like music at that point. Yeah, well, you know, so some didn't. Things. It took a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of gumption to keep going with yeah, it, right? Yeah, it's like ah. <laughs> we got the crazy pencil lady coming exactly. in. Exactly, I don't want the crazy pencil lady. No, you're not. You're not into the crazy pencil lady. Not, not particularly now. So, um, uh, you know, what what age were you when you played? Started playing the piano? I guess I would technically be around eight or nine. Eight or I mean, nine. Technically, like, I didn't know much of what I was doing at the time, but that's technically when I first started putting my hands on the thing. So, when did you start writing songs? Um, I always debate this because I, I I used to come up with like songs in my head a lot when I was a little kid. But the first like song song I wrote that actually had a chord progression and stuff was probably when I was. 12 or 13, I think. It wasn't good, but, <laughs> but it existed. So it's still not in the, that's not in the set anymore? No, no. That, that, that's not even like when I'm doing a three-hour set kind of a thing. <laughs> Which is when I, that's when I, I say I bring out the B-sides. You know, it's like, but that, I, don't, I never go that far back. That's a D-side. Yeah, it's a D-side. You yeah. need like a six-hour set to yeah, get to that one. Exactly. That I'm like, well, I, I'm running out of anything else. I, I don't even know any more cover songs, so yeah. I guess I'll do this one. <laughs> I've already done Hotel California three times. <laughs> <laughs> My fourth set of wagon wheel is over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all wagon wheel, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> 
when uh, when you're uh, uh, when you're writing, do you? I mean, because I know you play guitar also. Mm-hmm. Is it a piano thing? Is it a guitar thing? Is it a voice first thing? What's your what's your style there? Um, that's an interesting question. Like. For me, like no, the only commonality between all the different things that I do is melody. Um, I, I'm big on catchy melody. So it's like if, if there's a melody I like, whether it's on piano, guitar, or voice, that comes first um, before I do anything else. And lyrics or anything else comes afterwards um, most of the time. There are exceptions where there's been one where someone said some brilliant phrase and I was like, oh, I have to put that in a song. But it doesn't happen that often. Most of the time, it's like the melody has to move me first, and then uh, anything else is secondary to that. Um, which is weird, because a lot of people tell me like the thing that stands out to them about what I do is my lyrics. But the, that's usually the last thing that I actually work on, which is kind of weird. Maybe that's why. It's because I, I give myself a little more relaxation room. Whereas the melody, I kind of overthink it a little more. Well, I don't know that it's particularly weird. I mean, um, we have uh, some of our shows are like 60-minute songwriting challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have seen one of those. And um, I, it was, uh, I, I had, uh, you know, different kinds of people. I mean, we're, we still haven't uh, aired some of them. But different kinds of folks have been on the thing. And, like, some of them just, like, they worked out the whole song, like, and before they did any lyrics. And then other ones, like, they literally had the lyrics before they even thought about... Yeah, what they were playing. So you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's not that weird. It's just whatever. It's like a different approach. And and I'm I'm very into like whenever I collaborate with somebody new or anything like that. I always love the excitement of approaching something from a different direction than you're normally comfortable with. Because you know, I'll I'll get into my own wheelhouse on how I deal with things in my brain. But it's always nice when you're collaborating with someone and they're like, Hey, do you have any lyrics writing around? Like floating around. (laughs) I'm like. Sure. Like, here's some stuff, and then you like do it reverse engineer it kind of. It's it's fun. It's fun to like you know shake up the bag a little bit you know, from so, time to time. So, what sort of influences? I mean, what's your big groups? What what do you listen to? <laughs> uh, I'm so bad at answering this question. See, I I, 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 I don't ask this one often, but I thought it would be fun. <laughs> with you. Um, well, one In thing I've realized is is I listen to a lot of stuff, but I've realized that the stuff that I listened to when I was like. 14 or 15 years old is oddly enough still the main influence of how I structure songs, as ridiculous as that sounds. So even though like my musical taste has gotten more sophisticated throughout the years, it's like those original things that were seminal to like the way I think that still influence it. So those would be Billy Joel, because my parents listened to Billy Joel when I was a kid a lot. So I listened to that. Um, uh, Oasis. Um, so Wonderwall leads into all your songs? Is all that- of them. Uh, well, the thing of this, you know, again, I would say, like, I get a lot of shit for that one. But, like, I, I adore Oasis because they're really good at writing songs. It's like songwriting 101 kind of stuff. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Green Day, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Which are, none of those bands have anything in common. But it's like they were all, like, ones that <laughs> made me love music for various reasons. And I've gotten on to, like, you know, if I wanted to sit here and spout off, like, cool underground indie bands that I liked I could but there's the fact the matter is those like I'm realizing more and more like those are so foundational to how I think about song structures those like four or whatever it is and like I always go back to them like for whatever reason it's something about the way that they structure things the melodies and everything like it's still just a huge part of who I am for whatever reason never well, quite goes away you know I mean uh, you, when you say cool underground indie bands I mean all, all those bands none of those were like manufactured bands they were all bands that were cool underground indie bands for a minute right you know and one well, uh, I guarantee you most of them were influenced by something mainstream that's all yeah, that's always, yeah, this is yeah. one thing I always go back to like absolutely no one is only influenced by cool underground stuff everything kind of <laughs> organically 
mushrooms, you know, they sprout up from shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, some, some of us like to be uh, too cool for school and claim, oh, you know, the only thing I was influenced by was, you know, uh, of course, the, the, the cool one is uh, Bob Dylan was my own. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, Bob wasn't your only influence. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I got over that about a year ago. I had this beautiful moment where I'm like, I no longer care about anything involving street cred anymore. <laughs> it was the most freeing feeling of my life. I'm like, I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, <Me too>. right? <laughs> and like, stuff like that. I just don't even care. Yeah, and like, people are like, oh, you like that ironically? I'm like, no, I don't like these things ironically. I just like them. You can yeah. deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over, like, trying to be cool about stuff. I'm like, it's, it's too much mental work. I, I have to do enough mental gymnastics just to get through the day-to-day stuff <laughs> than worrying about what people think about my taste in pop music. Well, we, we spoke <laughs> about, you know, a couple of the songs. A lot of the songwriters don't like to play, right? Like, mm-hmm. like Wagon Wheel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, I mean, I don't care. If somebody really wants it, I'll play it. <laughs> they have to, they, you know, generally, I, I, if, if we're requesting uh, something, it is nice to tip your player. Oh, yeah. But, you know, and you are more likely to get what you want if you do. <laughs> oh, very much so. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I never thought it was a big deal. It's like, you know, hey, if people are in the audience that really want you to do that, cool. Whatever, yeah, like it might not be your favorite thing to do, but... Yeah, and, and I'm weird. Like I do cover songs, but I don't do that many crowd pleasing cover songs, which is kind of I have a, I do kind of uh, self defeating. I don't know. Yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. It's like I do them just because I like to play them. Um, so a right. lot of times it's like, but they're not even like that obscure. It'll be like a song by a well known band, but the song itself isn't that popular. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm not I do being that, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I understand what you mean by that. That's hilarious. It's like, um, you know, I'm playing this cover song. Because I want to like make the crowd to hear something familiar, but then like somewhere somewhere beside me, I grab like the fourth album cut. That they <laughs> yeah. So so it's like they might have heard it, but probably not. So it's like it's just kind of a weird hybrid thing. Yeah. That's that's, that's great. Um, so uh, you know what what kind of music do you have out there that's like um, you know uh, in forms where folks can grab a hold of it at the moment. <laughs> Um, my, my band Delzel has our first album is on iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. Our second album is about to come out. We actually just got them in the mail. Oh, that's nice. Pr- I love that day. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because, like, yeah, it's, it just shows that you know, I'm a 90s kid. I'm really excited to see CDs. I'm probably, like, the last <laughs> generation that's ever going to be excited about your band CDs popping up. But there's something about holding it and everything. You know? Yeah, and the picture and all that, yeah. Yeah, so like we, we have them in. We haven't scheduled the actual release show yet. We really wanted to get ahead of the curve and make sure we had everything first. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that, but yes, I, I understand. I yeah, should've. well, we didn't the last time. The last time it was very down to the wire. And like we uh-huh. literally got the CDs in, I think, like two days before the release show the last uh-huh. time. It was the most nerve-wracking, ridiculous thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then my solo EP um, is going to be coming out August 23rd at Healer. Um, oh, nice. I'm really excited about that. It's going to be me and then Jen Roberts from Viseria and Sam Stone. And the three of us That'll all... That'll be a great show. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. The three of us all played on each other's stuff that we're recording. Mm-hmm. So we kind of jokingly were like, oh, well, since we're all playing on each other's albums, we should just release them at once. And it was kind of a pipe dream, but now it's actually happening. So. Oh, that's a lot of fun. So all three of us are going to be releasing new EPs that feature all three of us. Same time, so it's it's gonna be pretty. Cool. So are are is it, are they full band? Uh, your your solo EP or is it a 
Um, uh, what, what is it like? It's not full band. It's um, my EP is kind of weird because I knew it would take longer if I did full band. So it's got me playing. It's it's all me plus uh, Jen Roberts is doing some backup vocals on it. Um, but I do just guitar and keyboards and vocals for the most part. Um, I, so there's no bass or drums on it or anything like that. Uh, so it's it's like it's not full band, but it's not completely solo at the same time. Like there's some layers to it. But okay. it's, it's sounding pretty cool. I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. It's my first solo EP I've actually put out, and I've been doing the solo thing for quite a few years now. So it's, it's going to be really gratifying to finally have something I can show people. Right. People are like, oh, what do you sound like? I'm like, I don't know, there's some YouTube videos. <laughs> you know? So it, it, I'm just there's, looking forward somebody to Somebody like, iPhoned me at the show the other night on Facebook. You can listen to that. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah, look at it. You know, Just make sure you know, put the quality up to 1080p and you'll be good. <laughs> Hit that HD button. Exactly. Or, uh, yeah. It's important. And if it doesn't sound good, it's something's wrong with your phone. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not my it's fault. Not, it's not, yeah. It's the phone. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I always go about it. <laughs> So um, we have uh, a special um, thing here where we uh, we do a segment with the uh, <laughs> psycho psychologist Brent Lee Smith. That's me. And um, he is the world's greatest guru of advice columnists. Mm-hmm. So you get the pleasure of I'm adding your spin to the to the advice column as well. Yes, that's a, you should never ask me for advice on anything now, so that's your first mistake. But I'll go along with it. Well, you know, whoever wrote <laughs> in here, they you know they were in need of help, obviously, in desperate need of help, and uh, so they've uh, come to the uh, moonshine guru, <laughs> Brent Lee Smith. All right, so today's letter is from Langley, Virginia. Who? Professor Smith. I've been watching your advice segment on moonshine and music. It is impressive to see your insight on many topics. We are currently looking into an answer for the age-old question, are we alone in the universe? We believe it is a matter of immediate importance to our national security. Your input would be much appreciated. Sincerely, General Alfred P. Hickok, United States Space Force. Yes, uh, General, thank you for your question. And no, we're not alone in the universe. But it doesn't matter because we're the the most uh, advanced species in the universe. And you're certain of this? Uh, as certain as whales swim in the ocean. Okay. That's humility that you can only get from somebody wearing a fedora. <laughs> well, I wear it. <laughs> but, General, uh, in about 2,000 years, uh, some other species will catch up. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> So, Pat, do you have anything to add to um, the general? To, to the, qu- the question of are we alone in the universe? Yeah. I think uh, my answer to that would be the same answer I'd give to most questions, which is that I don't know, but probably. It's <laughs> <laughs> deep. Yeah. It's simultaneously deep, but also not at all. <laughs> it's like Medium deep. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that, that pretty much sums up my personality. It's like <laughs> sort of deep, but also incredibly shallow. So do you have any advice you'd like to ask from the guru before we let him speak, flip off into obscurity? Today? Any advice? Um, yeah. Any questions for the guru? Do you know anywhere where I could get an, uh, one of those Nolwood Boy shirts? Because I actually haven't heard of them in a very long time. And uh, my band used to play shows with them. Yeah. Kit Clouser still works at Liberty Street Bar on Mass Ave. See him. Uh, Booyah. Look at, look at all of those shout-outs. Are they still playing shows? Are they still yeah, they're, they're taking a little break right now because people having babies and stuff. But yeah, it happens. Um, yeah. 
fantastic band. Like. Go find the Knollwood Boys on Spotify. They're very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Mr. Guru. You're welcome. It's nice to have you here today. <laughs> it's nice to be here. <laughs> that was beautiful. Beautiful. You so like that was that? just a part. You, you know, like when people are like, "Oh, did you know you were part of something special after something famous happened?" That's how I feel right now. Well, like, I'm. Yeah. You know, that's Monumental. that's that's what the moonshine does to you. Exactly. Um, so, you know, have you decided which tunes you're going to play? Which two songs uh, from the Pat Collins experience that we're going to get into? Today? No, actually, like. <laughs> I have some ideas, uh, but I'm just kind of, I think I'm going to wing it. And just, you're going to wing it from the stage? I'm thinking about doing some newer stuff, because I've been writing a lot of new stuff recently. And I feel okay. like it might be kind of fun to, to do something that I haven't played off. Maybe well. a new one and one off the EP? Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, what this guy says. Speaking of getting good <laughs> advice here. <laughs> well, you know, we want to hear what's going to come on the EP. Exactly. We're excited you know, about a little column yeah. A, little column B kind of thing. I love that idea. Well, we're going to be back in just a moment with Pat Collins on the Moonshine of Music stage. Stay with us. Alrighty. My name is Pat. I'm here to do some songs and stuff. <laughs> uh, this first one's going to be on my, uh, my new EP I got coming out in August, and it's called Bermuda Crash. You have new 
Gotten some of the lyrics in the middle of that. Yeah, exactly. But it was fun. Yeah, space. Yeah, this, this next song goes out to the Space Force. Um. <laughs> this next song is called "Death of a Bullshit Nice Guy." It's autobiographical. It's about realizing your own shortcomings. Because I like keeping my topics happy. Yeah. 
promise that I'll change my shit behavior But it still will not erase the damage done Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Our producer is Joe Shelton. Our cameraman, Grip, and stunt double is Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other stuff, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for more episodes of Moonshine and Music.